spoiler alert. Oh, this is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? This week on No Fucking ZD, another flare-up. We're talking about what I call my dick, a fucking stagmire, and that fucking Bobby DeMarco. It was fine one day, and then suddenly I get audio and no picture. It's an all-new episode of No Fucking ZD. Right, right. So, how much do you owe me? <laughs> Welcome well, to no fucking ZD. WZTI, Evan and the B. How's your drive time? How's your drive time in the morning or at night? Or at night. It could be any time. Or in the middle of the day. Yeah. Or really, if you're just in the car listening, we this is know, drive time. We want to know how you're listening. I'm mm-hmm. curious about that. Are, are, are people going out like in their jobs that they don't really love or maybe that they do love? And terrific jobs, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. just like going outside and squeezing in like five minutes of ZD, like like it's a cigarette, and then they're like, oh, okay, oh, <laughs> nah, is it I almost lunch? Fix. Yeah, it's like it yeah. goes along with that like veto like inner monologue where it's like, don't look at the clock yet, <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to ZD yet, don't listen to ZD <laughs> Save yet it for later, savor it. Yeah, <laughs> remember it's a new episode. Yeah, we want to know what you guys are doing while you're li- while you're listening. And I have to say, one of the, my favorite messages we ever got was from that guy who said he listened to us while he did his mail route. I don't know why. That's my favorite. I'm just so glad that someone out, someone's out there delivering the mail. Just and and like I don't even know where he was from. I really like but, that. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just super awesome. So, I, I almost forgot about that. I'm really glad you reminded me because now yeah. I have the strength to keep going. Because yeah. <laughs> otherwise, it's like nonstop like right. pain. You know, we would have given up a long time ago. If I remember that there were 86 episodes of the show originally, <laughs> I would have never. No, I'm just joking. I'd only see, I only. I thought they didn't get past the pilot, and that's yeah. why I agreed to do this. Right. We were going to do one and done. Also, I did all my best jokes on the first episode you know yeah oh so. i definitely i agree with that yeah you peaked early <laughs> very peaked early. really early um I'm, should we uh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. we, it's it's hot in new york we left the ac on i think you guys will forgive us it's it's very hot today the real feel and the temperature lined up at 96 degrees oh so, really yeah at least on my uh my my phone which is um, just that, that's regular. That's a once-in-a-lifetime event. I know. I took a picture of it. It felt like an eclipse. It's but, uh, crazy hot. It's like the god. It's like the fucking Amazon jungle out here yeah, right basically. now. It's terrible in New York right now. And when I was coming over here, there were straight-up black and purple clouds in the sky. So there might be... You might hear us screaming and putting our thunder shirts on in the middle of this <laughs> podcast because we, we get very anxious around those loud noises. Oh, yeah. Like I, have to, I have to wear July. a thunder shirt while I listen to the, the yeah. podcast while I error, error check. He always... Yeah. Yes, he does. It's like, it's like too much. Like very, <laughs> very traumatizing. Yep. Uh, but yeah, tell us, tell us how you listen to the podcast. I'm now curious mm-hmm. about that romantic time. Maybe that would be nice. That's what I'm thinking. The majority is. If we inspired, if there are ZD babies out there, <laughs> I want to know about it. If there are some, uh, uh, like roughly year and a half, two year old babies out there, or something like that. Ooh. Inspired by ZD. Just saying. Ooh. Just okay. Saying. You get a tote bag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, to carry em- your baby. <laughs> Someone actually asked if we we're gonna ever do merch, and I think we should send out empty boxes of ZD for concert for contests prizes. Like, but that's cool. Yeah, at some point, I'm just uh, just throwing it out there. That's good. We'll do like our our. Maybe we should do something for season six. Yeah, we'll have to do. We got yeah. <laughs> we have to do something to make it seem like we're a legitimate thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, although I like that this is not a part of my taxes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's all under the table, right? Even though uh, HBO upped our budget, you know. Yeah, they did. They did. The and ZD bosses said, we need more. 
You yeah. Know? Just do you. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And we well, have to we have to spend all of it, otherwise they don't give it give us the same amount next year. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. They'll yeah. be like, "Well, you didn't need it, and now, right. hey." So we gotta. We also have to get around to testing uh, Steve Sharipa's uh, gravy. We do. I'm interested in that. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to go into an interview with just my cock in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, I guess. Uh. Should we? Should we go ahead and get right into it? It's. It's. Uh. It's. Oh, th- man. This, this is a tough one. And it's actually really the point where it kind of gets harder to make funny, quote unquote, funny podcasts about The Sopranos from this point on. And it's always been hard. Yeah, right. For us. For us specifically, <laughs> for other peoples as well. Uh, other peoples. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, the, the Italians, the New Zealanders, right. all the peoples That's are having right. trouble. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, Adriana Laserva, we'll see you at the crossroads. Yeah. This is a tough one, I think, for everybody. Um, I personally didn't see it coming. I I did this time, right? This, this is like time the 40th I did. Time I've watched this. Yeah, finally I said, "Hold on a minute." She's <laughs> the same actress in that scene in the car, and then I realized that that was Adriana getting killed. Boom. Um, yeah, I I mean, you know, I guess in a way I saw it happening eventually, but when I first watched this episode, it was extremely shocking, extremely surprising. Yep. Um, I don't think like the very few things even still have affected me in the same way as this episode did. Even, you know, I remember like a week later still kind of thinking about it. And of course, of course now years later, still thinking about it. Um, yeah, it's, and it's somehow it's, it's heavier than Chrissy dying mm-hmm. and it's heavier than, uh, certainly Tony B dying. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. But, and peep, uh, well, maybe not peeps. It's on the level with Joey peeps. <laughs> I would say. Stop joking about this. Okay, sorry, it's <laughs> too much. Um. Uh. Yeah. It, it was. It, it was a tough one. I. Uh, I mean, it's. It's the even just the way it happens, which we'll get to, is is pretty. Uh. Pretty gut wrenching. And well, look, uh, look, uh, I want to get one thing out of the way. Yes. She's dead. She's dead. I'm. I'm. Yes. I've had it with this bullshit. Like I know we live in this world where like nothing is. No one knows anything. You know, people know, but they don't know, and there are no facts. Right. And you know, the ZD News organization is ZNO. ZNO, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, is uh, confirming that she's dead. And I don't want to hear it from anyone. Frankly, yeah. I'm sick of it. I think it does a disservice to the character mm-hmm. and the beautiful acting and the story to act like, oh yeah, he just shot his gun in the air and she moved to Hawaii. You know, right. that's what happened. Which is utterly ridiculous. Yeah, um, totally. But I mean, the night of that this episode airing, that was basically already starting. I went back and read Alan Seppenwall's piece from the next day when he was still writing for um the for uh, the Star, Star Ledger. Yeah. And already, like, he was already saying that that there were rumors swirling that that she was alive, and he was he put it to bed. He was putting it to bed the next day, basically. Yeah, that Al- uh, you know the Star Ledger. That's that's well, that's right. not fake news. That's <laughs> real news. That's exactly yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I mean that that is that. I mean, of course, now the show's over, and we know she never ended up coming back, aside from a couple dream uh, appearances. Yep, yep. yep. But yeah, I mean, uh, uh, a, a crazy theory, and so just uh, be careful with it's some a, crazy it's theories. A is bad all I'm saying. Theory. It's a bad bad theory yeah it's like look at me i'm reading between the lines right you know it's like stop it everybody just just chill out right which is not to say that there aren't things to read into but i would say on this show uh generally you know there wasn't a lot of plot happening off screen although then i'm kind of contradicting myself because in this no, episode I, I the actually, tony chris thing doesn't I, happen on screen but well i did I, I i yeah i disagree with i think that there is plot happening off screen where you have to connect the dots but with something like this yes it's never gonna it's never up in the air you know right. 
Well, to like, it's just yeah, to an extent. Like, okay, yeah. the, there's some connection with the dots, right? And there's some subtleties to read into, and and they don't necessarily show everything. Right. But concocting another plot line that just isn't shown whatsoever that she could have moved somewhere else. Spinoff. Uh, <laughs> Talk about spinoffs. Um. Well, she works at the banana stand. Right. <laughs> the rest of development. Yeah. Uh, she actually moved in with her uh, with her brother Joey Tribbiani on uh, the show Joey, that which was not the best show to go to after The Sopranos. Oh. Uh, um, uh, but poor, poor both of them. Yeah, she's on something now, or she was last year. The show with Ray Liotta and J Lo, who's looking fantastic these days. By the way, Ray Lo and J Lo. Ray Lo and J Lo. <laughs> <Of course>. Exactly. <laughs> Did I say Ray Lo? <laughs> no, you said Ray Liotta. Okay. But, but obviously, it's Ray Lo and J Lo right. now. <laughs> I hope that they've discovered the same thing. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's. I guess you know we'll we'll back up and uh, we'll put we'll put the pins and the and the the sh- sharpie and the string on the wall again and kind of put, yeah, this, put yeah, this, exactly. this episode. By the way, I loved uh, the tweets about that yeah. this week. That was really great. Um, uh, so we start out like we find out that they've got a pole cam. Yes, and a pole cam is not what I thought it was. I thought it was a pornographic thing. Not the case. It's a pole cam. Are you saying oh, it's a pole cam? A pole cam. Oh, I see. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um. Right. I, I. I. Anyways. Uh. So it's up on a pole apparently, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're just watching the back of the crazy horse. Yeah. Um, little twist there. Little twist. And uh, I love this guy watching the the video. Mm-hmm. He's eating. Yeah. Like this, is you right? I get hungry every time I see this guy eating his sandwich watching this video. Yeah. That's a good. That's a cool job. Yeah. Totally. Watching like 72 hours of footage at a time, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so he spots something that's actually kind of, it seems mundane, mm-hmm. but then the FBI people are just all over it. And they, they've, they're they like termites, you know what I mean? They're, they, they're just like the mafia in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they grab onto like a little piece and then they just keep pulling and pulling and pulling and then, and then they got something. And I feel like this is another situation where she could have not gotten into so much fucking trouble yeah if she had been a little bit smarter about it i don't mean with the fbi like they got her red-handed right you know but like matouche who is low-key just like (laughs) one of the most consequential characters i know of the series it's wild he leads to so many deaths yeah i know (laughs) just wild um and uh and oh i also like how he says cool (laughs) yep um (laughs) I have I have some of his lines written down, but when he when he's talking to uh, when he's talking to Adriana, um, he's just like being a cool guy, yeah. you know. And he gives her some of the Maseratis or whatever, the uh, the little pills, little pills you know. Yep. She just takes probably not so good for your stomach. No ecstasy, no, definitely not. You know, um, but. This girl's doing a lot of drugs and she's having a lot of trouble. Actually, yeah. we should probably talk about that before. Like her life is in pieces, basically. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, the, the first time we see her is on the security camera. But then the first time we're in scene with her, she's uh, she's getting that butt checked out because things are not her insides are uh, are not uh, doing too well. They got to um, replace her colon with a semicolon. Right. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. As uh, as San Severino says, um, she says something like you, you're you can't live with you can't live like this. Your insides won't allow or i forget i forget the exact like this is what's costing you your insides exactly yes um she's trying to buddy up to adriana right but i mean that's a pretty uh pretty good line really for adriana and i mean for all of them i guess but for her everybody you know it's like i mean i hate to say it but it's it's a lot like politics in some ways Mm. where it's just like people are just like yeah i don't know what it is this is so weird you know what i mean and like she's walking around and and tony's really tony's the champion at this 
But she's walking around like, I don't know what to do. I don't really know what the problem is. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And she just like wades deeper and deeper into the pond. There are a number of terrible missteps in her life that started with Christopher. Right. Um, but yeah, so she's having a lot of trouble. We see her mother who mm-hmm. knows that she's all fucked up. Yeah. Um, but it's not clear to anyone really, except the FBI people that, that like she's, you know, unhealthy because of this. True. Yeah. I mean, on right. On some level, maybe, maybe, maybe Adriana does know, but it's definitely like willful ignorance that, you know, um, but also, you know, I mean, she's kind of been conditioned and primed by Christopher to kind of not really question her life all that much or their life or his choices, you know? I mean, yeah, that's totally true. He's he's definitely in control in that relationship. Um, you know, there was not to get too serious, but there was a great comment on the AV Club because uh, I just went and checked that article out today and it's from uh-huh. probably four years ago now. Um, but there's a, there was a woman who posted on there who just did a great breakdown of kind of really how abusive Christopher is to her in many ways. And, you know, he, oh, he dude, just kind yeah. of, it's, he, it's Adrian is not really a woman that he loves as much as she's just kind of a, a possession who he can control. And, um, uh, I would just go, you have to go read the comment. It's, it's really well done, but he's, he's, she's someone he can control. And, you know, since she kind of came up in the mob life, he can sort of vent to her, his frustrations about it. Um, without her ever really questioning his choices or what he's doing or all the stuff he's talking about, like killing Tony and whatnot, which is all just total nonsense. Yeah, totally. And um, uh, you know, so when he ultimately has the choice of getting rid of her, it's it's and it's kind of a no brainer for him because he really didn't totally love her truly anyway. You know, no, and, I mean, and and she really loved him. It yeah, seems. yeah. Like she but, does, but she was. All, but what I'm saying, she was also kind of. I mean, she sort of is an abused woman, and oh, it's, completely. It's but, more maybe part fear and. But you know. she tries so hard to like do regular girlfriendy shit. Like, right. do you think that Carmela would ever buy Tony like an acting class? You know, no. Like, I don't think Carmela would put up with half of the shit that Christopher does. That you mean that Adriana does? Uh, well, uh, yeah, right. The, I don't the, think she. I don't think she would put up with behavior like Christopher from Tony. Oh, that's totally true. You know? Um, yeah. So Adriana really is like a, a, you know, she's a caged animal. There's a lot of trouble. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, and it's, it, 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 we got a little foreshadowing of this in the last episode where Christopher is just immovable, you know, Mm -hmm. like there, there are these glimmers throughout the season where you're like, Oh, could it, could this be it? you know, where he turns mm-hmm. and he's decided that he's had enough. Like we, we felt that way with, uh, with, uh, uncle Pat's farm, mm-hmm. um, and things like that. And, and the way that he's been treated in the, in those cases and things like that, but he's immovable. It's just like, he can't, he can't compute turning away from this life that he's created. And, and, and this person who it's like, it's sort of like a human centipede of abuse, you know, yes. like, like yeah. Tony, and then Christopher and then Christopher to Adriana is they're They're all just like trapped in each other's webs that they can't sort of get out of. And mm-hmm. Adriana doesn't really deal with it very well because she's not very empowered. That's the unfortunate thing about her is that she, you know, she'll come back with a line every now and then. But like even going back to when the FBI first starts fucking with her, you know, like she should have just taken the coke charge. It's yeah. like not that big a deal, you know, I mean, in the scope of things. Right. Um, she should have at least asked for a lawyer right then and there, you know? Yeah, as exactly. Soon as, as soon as I said the word charge, <laughs> you know, it should have been like, all right, well, where's my lawyer? Yeah. You know, totally. And, and instead she goes down this terrible route that like has no good ending really, you no, know? Right. And then she's trying to convince Christopher 
that like she's like slowly edging toward like calling it a day on this mafia thing and it's just like clearly not computing for Christopher. Right. And so we've gotten to this point where now she's really really relying on him to help her get out of it. You know, cuz she also she she winds up in a situation where she needs him mm-hmm. to to turn also in order for her to be off the hook. Yeah. And he won't do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just he, like all of them, just cannot imagine a life outside of it, a life outside of Jersey, you know? Yeah, well, as, that's as, that's for sure. As funny as it sounds. And um, I mean, can you imagine him in Southern California, like for real? Like he's <laughs> no. been there, you know, we'll see him go there <laughs> again. Right. Uh, and we it's, will. you know, he falls apart completely. Totally. Yeah. And um, beyond that, I mean, he's he's started drinking again in this episode which you know yeah, like it ain't no thing it, it, like it ain't no thing but he's also um i he's 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 still an addict and it's gonna be not only would it be hard for him to just like leave the mob leave new jersey but like he'd be leaving all his creature comforts and yep and like his his in back into the addiction world um which and, is gonna stay relevant yeah exactly the end of his life um and it's sad to say but the adriana death even at the end of the episode is just is this perfect excuse to go back in but you could you could even say he was he was getting himself ready to get back to that point anyway he was starting to talk about like how he wanted to kill tony you know he started he was starting to talk himself uh up to the ledge basically and well let's was not getting forget ready to though, jump off let's not forget though he already did this way early in the season wh- uh, when the car accident happens true yeah so like you know he gets all loaded up on vodka and goes and like you know pumps some loads into tony's car and and so forth yeah and uh you know it gets carried off by the football man um but but uh but like he's already i mean come to think of it you know this 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 season really for people that were paying attention and seeing it for the first time probably built up a lot of tension as far as where where chris was going to go yeah you know because he's definitely snapped once he kind of snaps again um, when he's like, you know, screaming about this shit. And like, you know, when Tony says, hey, you know, like we're going to like Polly's going to supervise the cigarette run. He's like super pissed about that and just going off the handle. And first of all, like he fucked up like Tony's trying not to get in trouble with the feds. And so he's putting Polly in to make sure everything's cool. Right. But Chris is just losing his mind because he's drunk. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like. You can see the wheels turning in Adriana's head when they're having that conversation. Right, yeah. Which also kind of started uh, in the in that episode with Uncle Pat's farm when he's going on and on about how Tony and Tony B treated him as a kid and, and uh, she starts to talk about him being a male model and getting back to his writing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he says in this episode, I could write my memoirs, finally. finally. <laughs> I love the finally. <laughs> no, just that's the best part. It. Um, but uh, yeah, I just thought that that's that was kind of interesting is that, that this has been building for a couple episodes now yeah. um and uh you know they once again they did it they somehow they they took all these kind of uh like disparate stories that felt like kind of just one-off episodes for a whole season again and then they're doing a really great job of kind of weaving it all back together you right. know because if he doesn't go up to uncle pat's farm and tony and tony b don't start making fun of him he maybe doesn't start drinking again or coming back and talking talking shit about the tonys right and if he doesn't start doing that adriana doesn't get it in her head that she can go to him about the FBI thing. And if she doesn't go to him about the FBI thing, she probably, you know, maybe lives. I, I don't know. Right. And, so. and, and, or, or at least doesn't get a whiff of this sense that he might be okay with 
you know, right. going along with it. Right. Yeah. You know, if she doesn't get that into her head, then she doesn't die, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. As quickly as quickly. Right. But, I mean, um, yeah. everybody does, but like, <laughs> right. but it's also, it's the same thing this season with like all the New York stuff. And we'll talk about in the, that in the second or third half of the show. Mm-hmm. But like, it's, it's all stuff where it's like, it's just these, these little things, these little transgressions that just like pick up momentum, pick up momentum and like turn it, turn into like a this like freight train of of like of anger and and mm-hmm. everybody's got this axe to grind all of a sudden you're like whoa there's like a legitimate you know head to head happening here yeah and it's so fucking complicated like all mm-hmm. of it is you know and then and then the way that this stuff busts off with with Adriana it's really just the perfect storm but i suppose that you know and it's a little bit easy that they would be able to catch her red-handed and that she would be part of this like bullshit but the fact is that she's like part of this this crime world and when the FBI is watching the whole time they're going to find something exactly if it wasn't this it would be something else eventually you know on a long enough timeline right you know yeah and that's what you were saying like the, the her, i mean the, the choice might have been made uh, or her or her fate might have been sealed really the the minute she chooses to have a relationship with Christopher you know i mean right. it's it's the, this whole season was really a lot about that it's kind of like when was that moment that kind of set us up for the rest of our lives you know uh the tony tony b panic attack thing right um you know i mean really it's it's with the same thing with adriana really it's is it when she started going out with christopher is it when she took him back um in season 2 you know when he was thinking about getting engaged to her or right before the engagement, you know, they kind of break up. It's definitely that or when she, when she becomes an informant, you know, because exactly. Yeah. And she's just between a rock and a hard place. She's not going to get sympathy anywhere. Right. But she, right. Right. Um, but yes, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like tough to say. There's just a lot about fate this season. I was even thinking about like, we talked about when Tony B finds that bag of money, how they shot the scene from way up above and how Bogdanovich talked about that being a fateful way of shooting something um there's uh, the pole the pole cam <laughs> not the porno cam but the pole cam yeah. is also high and wide looking down and just kind of catching her in the act and then when matush and his friend uh kamal i thought i thought they said kumail at first which would have been great but um yeah. um when they stab the guy that the shot is from above and you know that's that's another part that did that seal her fate right there when the guy gets when the guy gets stabbed in the back and totally you know so there's yeah i never really noticed it so much in this episode in this season before um watching it previously but there's so much about uh you know the paths that were that we're on and how we got on them and how it's almost impossible to get off you know well totally and also the way that i mean this is one of the few episodes where we get like a voiceover you know and someone explaining something uh, adriana mm. telling the story of oh Matouche. yeah yeah, yeah and the guy, uh, Gilbert Nieves, like, you know, she does that and they managed to make it not super cheesy Yep. because she doesn't say like, I knew it was a problem, you know, like she doesn't say anything like that. She just, she just kind of gets it going and then they, and then they go into the story and you see it, you know what right. I mean? But like, it's just, it's, it's very well done because it does feel sort of faith fateful and supernatural and like so much of the there's a lot of death in this episode because yeah we get, it's true we have uh well i mean there's a lot of death recently at least i mean because but but this is two recent murders what i was going to say was this is two recent murders where it's only being shown in a flashback yeah so we've got billy leotardo and then also uh our friend gilbert nieves mm-hmm. who uh 
Kind of flew off the handle also, you know? He did, yes. Went and got himself killed. Not I smart. like the touch that the Boy Scouts found him. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a little, uh, just one of those things, and you know the, what I mean? The, the best line of that scene is the guy's like, this is a conch shell, and then the kids are running away, and one of them says, that's what I call my dick. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I just love, like, 13 to 15-year-old humor. I'm I still know. there. And they got it right. <laughs> they you know did. What I mean? They totally did. They totally yeah. got it right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, this is a, it's a plot heavy episode. Um, and the plot basically goes, I mean, as we, as we said, the FBI basically catches Adriana covering up a murder at that point. They, they finally bring her in and give her the choice of, um, either wearing a wire, which would grant her some protection, which is kind of a major detail would have been the smart thing to do. Yeah. Or Cause Chris doesn't even check when she tells him. I know. Yeah. He doesn't do the thing that Tony does where he like pulled pussy's shirt <laughs> up. I love whale. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh that was something someone uh in and on Twitter pointed out that that was basically why didn't the FBI have a surveillance detail on her, but they say straight up that if she chooses to wear a wire, she'll have protection uh or they'd be able to offer some kind of protection. If right. if not, then she's sort of on her own. Um And she made the wrong decision. She made again. the wrong decision. Yeah. She she goes to Christopher uh, in one of the best scenes of the series, and and definitely their best scene, the scene that more than likely won them both the Emmy that year. Yeah, um, yeah, unbelievable. It's it is it's unbelievable. She comes home, tells Christopher, we, you know, have no idea what's going to happen. He is just completely just his well, head's exploding, he's <laughs> steam blindsided. coming out of his ears. And, well, and the the amazing thing is at the beginning when she first says she, she was an FBI agent, you have to listen to me, right? He like really tries to sit there and be zen about it and chill. You know what I mean? Like he does right. everything he can to not lose his mind in in the way that we were discussing with uh, with cold cuts. You know, uh, with uh, being up at Uncle Pat's farm, rather. Oh, okay, right, right. You know, when he's sitting there and he's like, "Didn't know I was being a fucking jerk off." You know, like that kind of like that sort of muffled rage right that he's like good at doing when he's not drinking Mm -hmm. he's like trying to keep it in control you know he's really trying but then he just loses it because she kind of like she really like 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 vomits it all over him the way that she tells it's like amazing how she her intensity is so fucking crazy yeah I, I, this is just one. I remember being in shock that the scene was even happening. You know, this was, I, I, this was a nerve wracking episode the first time through. <laughs> it's also, you know, it was, it, I, it, was, it is, but it's also a real relief when she tells him. It, yeah, it is. You know, sort of, yeah. It's like, it's not, I like that they just went for it. Yeah. It's not like, like she decides she's going to tell him. This isn't like another level of her trying to avoid telling him Mm -hmm. this is like she's just telling him they're they're now the ball is in his court you know what i mean after all of these seasons of build-up yeah it's kind of it's a huge moment it is yeah i mean this is a show where people don't say the thing that they're supposed to say they generally don't sit down and have the conversation that they're supposed to have right and now she just sits down and gets right to it um, so she explains that, uh, that Danielle, our old friends, the one that she told Tony died in a car or died at a picnic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I um, love that. Danielle was an FBI agent. She got in trouble for selling drugs, uh, or for, it was a Coke charge of some kind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, balls now it's the cat's out of the bag. If you, if you will. Yeah. Um, 
I remember thinking uh, Christopher attacks her first of all, and I, I remember thinking that that was how they were going to do it. Oh, I know. You he, know, he holds I mean, her throat for so long. Yeah, I I think it would have been so ballsy of the show for him to just kill her right there. I agree. In some ways, I agree. I I think that that must have crossed their mind because they certainly tease it. Like he holds her there for a long time. Yeah, she basically stops moving. Yeah, she looks dead. Uh, but I think like. Even watching it again now, I'm, I'm kind of like, if they did that, I would have weirdly accepted it a little bit more. Like, I don't, I think I would, it would have affected me. Yeah. But I don't think like the gut punch of getting faked out would have, uh, you know, at the end. That's like, true. Like, I, I don't know if it would have been as like heartbreaking in a way. If that, I would just be no, like, yeah, well, th- that makes sense. That's what he would have done. Well, you know? this, the, the way that it actually happens is it's way more heartbreaking because you think, first, you think, Oh, well, he tried to kill himself, so all bets are off. Right. Because she can certainly call the FBI and be like, look, this happened. I need more time. Or I need another way out or something like that. Yeah. But it turns out it's a trap. Right. Which, you know, she gets caught in. And and then we get faked out again because you think she's in her car. Yeah. Which is exactly what she should have done. I know. Or just gone to the FBI and been like, hey, yo. Yeah, it's tough. I would have driven straight to, you know, Agent San Severino's house. <laughs> I know exactly. And been like, "Yo, this is this is too fucking crazy." But oh, she yeah. just can't get away from it. And Christopher is Christopher is immovable. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the whole sequence is is masterful, though. Um, it's unbelievable, and it's Tony that calls. That's the fucking. That's the biggest fake out. I know, but but you should know when you watch it, like he's calling from a payphone at a strip mall. You know, like you kind of should know as soon as like it's it's kind of funny how it's right there in your face. Right. But right. you still are kind of like, no, no, no. Like, uh, I believe what's happened that Christopher's in the hospital and she's going to survive. And you're still fully expecting the the typical TV drama where the innocent character somehow gets away. Well, and now it now. But now the tension stepped up another notch. Mm-hmm. And and. Like they're the show has always been really good at dragging things out and not like giving you exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. And it's this is certainly wasn't what we wanted, you know, to happen to Adriana. It's really, you know, it's heartbreaking, like you said. Yeah. But like they do give us one with this sequence. Yeah. It's like a definitive end to a story. And in many ways, it's anticlimactic. Like, first of all, there's no like there's no like she never sees Christopher again. Yeah. After he goes away for cigarettes. He's like, it's cool. Right. It's come on. I'm not going to drink, you know, like right. that whole thing that he does. And then it's still and you and the only time you you know for sure that it's going to happen is in like the last 10 seconds of her life. So do you think that because I'm watching it and I always felt the same way is that she it didn't really dawn on her until he like pulls in. But watching it now, I'm kind of like there's so many cuts to the woods and I guess I'm trying to think back to like when I figured out that was going to happen. And, and then also kind of think like, does she, I, does she know, do you think she knows that like when they keep driving away from, uh, you know, urban life and just more and more into the woods that this is, that she's not getting out of this car alive. Or I, I mean, know, she does, I, I guess for a second. I, I was really wondering about that too. I mean, they, the way that they set up the whole scheme is really masterful because they say that he was up by Ramapo, like in an area where they could get her out of town, you know, before they do it. Mm-hmm. So they tell her that. So right. still comes and picks her up. So she's not going to say anything for a while. But then, like, I, I don't know. At some point, I mean, 
I don't know. I, I remember the first time I watched it, I felt the tension like the entire car ride. Yeah. Like the whole, the whole thing. Uh, there was a part of me that knew, but I, I don't know when she exactly knew. I think that, I think the point more is that like her life was already over. True. Absolutely. And she, yeah. and she probably just felt so like, well, you know, so he tried to kill himself. So I basically like, she she loved him so much or whatever oh, you want to okay. call so it. She's sort of accepting it either way. Is yeah, that this well, is, like right. the part the party's over either way. Like the FBI is demanding some shit. Right. She told her boyfriend he tried to kill himself. It's a, like another Stagmire. It's like she <laughs> she wouldn't be able to live like this. Right. Yeah. Fucking Stagmire. <laughs> right. Um. She like I don't know. I just think that like I, I I think that she felt completely defeated, like on all sides. Right. And, and totally powerless. And so if if her brain was there, like, I think that she's just been so traumatized, like part of it didn't click until they they pulled in and she gets out, yeah. you know, but you're, the, you're probably right, though. It makes sense. I mean, but her reaction is so explosive when they when they park. actually pull over. Yeah, I know. But, that's, but there's that's also the there's so many shots back and forth between like when she's looking out and then sees that, it's, that there's just more and more trees, you know, that they're getting to a more wooded area. They she doesn't know anything about that shit. Yeah, well, I mean, she does and she doesn't, I guess. And it, it I mean, it is sad to say, I, I'm not saying this with judgment, but she isn't the most intelligent person. No, I mean, clearly um, she, I mean, like I said, she's got no self-empowerment, you yeah. know, like that kind of thing. She and Chrissy are sort of built for each other in that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of when I felt like I really knew. And I think it's when they pull off in the exit and there's just like a little too much silence in the shot. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Yeah, you know? it exactly. just like lingers on that. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is happening. Well, also, why are they showing this car ride? Right. Every other time when we've gone to the hospital, it's been like it's been like out outdoor establishing shot. Is that what you call it? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. an establishing shot of the hospital. Some of which I've, fig- I've, I've noticed in this series are like clearly from the early nineties. Uh, a lot of series end up using stock footage if they run out of time. And yeah. Out of it's shot. hilarious. I, but, like, I, on, and even dramas today. I'm just look, look out for that and you'll notice it more. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I only noticed after seeing the series like six or seven times, yeah. but, <laughs> right. um, but like th- this is unlike any other hospital sequence we've ever gotten. Mm. You know what I mean? And yeah. where, and where it is in the episode and, and what a you know how surprising it is it's like this curveball in the middle of things it's just really something that the whole thing feels fishy i'll say that it does it you does, know yeah and and like i said i mean it should be when when tony calls and uh uh, you know, that's really when you should start to figure it out, I guess. But I, also, I mean, as a, the first time I watched, I certainly didn't. I didn't know, you know. Yeah. And I fully bought into the California thing, and uh, uh, yeah. And also, we should, I, we should just say uh, the last words Tony says to her are, are uh, "I'll see you up there." Which yep. I, which I've I always felt like too. is, a, you know, so. I think he was. That was sort of his way of saying goodbye. It's weirdly sadistic, though, that they go into such great detail about all the stuff you know and that happened to did christopher he, did, he, did he say, did he say did anything happen did he appear suicidal yeah yo it's awful but well, i think what they were trying to do is just catch her so off guard you yeah. know like and she gives chris just enough information to make this happen she she says that she wouldn't wear a wire she says that she refused That's and that like point. you know yeah because if she had a you know like when they go to kill puss they have to they have to catch him by surprise and really make sure that you know he's not wearing a wire like yeah, who, who, who would have been able to do that without raising alarms you know true. what i mean yeah it's it's everything kind of strangely fell into place but like you know to go back to the conversation that she and chrissy have 
I think for a moment Chrissy is is there with her and trying to figure it out for her. I think I think so. Because he says, "What are we going to do?" You know, right? And he's like, "You know, he's like, you know, we could never come back here." And I think that part of him is like trying to go along with this and trying to get it. Yeah. But the more he thinks about it, I mean, th- the only thing about the episode where I'm just like, okay, the is the gas station. Yeah. 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 Fair. That's and fair. It's it's very. It's on the, nose. on the nose. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, okay, fine. I'll take that. But right. what, what's really going on here is that Christopher, like everybody else, is afraid of being Joe Jerkoff mm-hmm. out in Phoenix or whatever. You know, he he would lose his entire identity, basically. Right, yeah. And I mean, literally and figured, you know what I mean? Well, like, you're right, yeah, totally. Uh, and, and we've said before, and, and anyone who's ever written or talked about the show has said before that it's really a sh- the show about change and... and I don't see it as change being impossible, but it's just really, really tough. It's super hard, especially when like when you're taking the easy way out your whole life and you've been rewarded for it like so heavily. Yeah. Over and over again. I mean, even in this, in this instance too, I mean, although ultimately it seals Tony and and his fate, I think in many ways, but um, it does or his fate at the very least. It's this is the end of Tony and Christopher's relationship. If there ever really was one. It, it, it definitely is and it's also it also signals like a definitely a downward turn yeah uh toward darkness in the in the show as, yeah. as a whole things get especially bleak from here on out like yeah you know? because, well because we know that like the stakes are that high yeah i mean watching watching like uh you know jimmy get whacked in season one yeah like, you didn't give a shit like you do about this I remember you saying very early on that like season one is just kind of shenanigans, you know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. sort of fun. It's like, Tony's still a cool guy. Yep. Uh, if you were to watch the pilot and then jump in on like this episode or the episode where Tony kills Christopher, I think like, I don't know. It's, it's a little, it's, it's disturbing. It's night and and day. It is. Yeah. But also it makes me like the show all the more. (laughs) I have to say, totally, because it really is like uh, the first time I watched, I did feel that kind of like, yeah, Tony's a, Tony's a bad guy, but yeah, he's a cool guy. And it's like Goodfellas. Like you're having fun with them at the Copa, at the Copacabana, you know? It's, right, it's, right, right. Um, but when, when now, I guess it's just because of my age or because I've watched it so many times. or it's your I'm age. Like, yeah, probably. I'm very old. <laughs> um, but I watch it now and just think like how much, how committed they were to just, be, to just like showing us uh, without really telling us too much just mm-hmm. how terrible these people are and how, yeah. mu- how, how like... You know, it's not shot like a docuseries, like The Wire is, but it sort of is like, uh, uh, just we're setting up a camera in a room. You're gonna watch these horrible people, um, and uh, we're gonna be fully committed to it. And and there's very little music to carry it along yeah. and make it make it, you know, nostalgic or whatever. Yeah, magical. It's got, it's got balls. That's all I'm saying. It's got some real balls. It's got this balls. Show. Yeah, for um, sure. And and Adriana. Go- I mean, I didn't like seeing Adriana go. But no, it's tough. It had to happen. There was no other way out, really. It yeah. was either that or, I mean, it would have been interesting. I guess the show has explored witness protection. I mean, I would like to s- perhaps see what it's like a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, we see it a little bit with, what's his name, up in Maine, over by, uh, you know, uh, on right. the, in, in college. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see a little bit of that, but uh, we s- sort of see a little bit of it with Vito. Kind of, yeah. Um. So I guess it is explored, but like yeah. it would really be interesting to see what that would be like in Christopher's context. I don't. I, I I'm happy with what happened with the show. I mean, happy is not the right word, but you know what I mean. I'm like satisfied with the way that 
everything moves. And I think it's more realistic that he didn't go anywhere. It doesn't make any sense that he would be able to split off. Yeah, right. Um, that would be a bigger can of worms than him staying, frankly. Right. Um, but it's just an interesting thought. Stray observation. <laughs> for the there day. you go. Um, uh, do you uh, do you think that it was a good choice to not they sh- to not include that Tony and Christopher scene that they eventually show oh, us? Oh, I love it. I think it's fucking amazing. Yeah, agreed. I think it's really good because because it 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 does two great things that are of like huge cinematic virtue which is i don't know what that means mm-hmm. um <laughs> but it's like i like it first of all we get that like you said the gut punch and yeah. it's and in many ways it's a sucker punch sure you know yeah. um aside from the trees there's like very little like this feels fishy you know right um and it just moves so fast once it happens mm-hmm. and that's the mafia that's that's the realness of the show Ex- yeah so yep, yep. that that is about as crazy as it gets. And then we see Christopher after watching three amigos, which is uh, a little interesting because they were like three amigos and we're losing a, f- you know, we're going to, we're about to start losing them. Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, basically it's, I think it's really great. The second thing is that like we get to see it way down the line. Yes. Like over a year from now. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It was like two years at the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like they really save that and you kind of you don't forget about it, but you're not thinking about that. Right. And like the way that the whole thing operates. I, I don't know. I, I just think that the way that this episode worked out, like the rhythm of it, you don't really think like, wow, was that conversation with Tony tough? You know, it's just like, oh, right. clearly he went to them and was like, hey, this has, you know, this thing and whatever. And they sorted it out with their well-oiled like killing darkness machine that right. they have. Yeah. But you know, we find out later on that there was a lot more to it and it is actually a story worth telling. It's not just like, you know, like in the scene, Christopher's begging Tony not to make him do it. Like it never, it doesn't occur to me watching long-term parking that that was like part of their conversation. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's totally insane. It's totally crazy. It is, yeah. But I think it's great. I love that. Do you like it? I yeah, I do too. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's different for the show because normally they were. Well, I guess with some exceptions, like Richie Aprile was a total surprise move. But like for yeah. the most part, you always kind of saw, um, you know, the machinations. I guess that went into it. It was you know like yeah. you, you saw Tony ordering the hit most of the time. Well, or but, you knew it was like this guy's got to go at least. You but know, in I this mean, case, like we knew that there were two ways out of this basically for her. Yeah. And that's to be shot or to be in the FBI's, you know, right. whatever that program looks like. And this is what happened. Right. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I I love that scene, though. When I do, it comes too. Up it's later it's on. great. Yeah. I mean, it would have been cool, I guess, to see it. I, I, I wonder if anyone's cut it together into the show just to, to watch all of it together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it is cool. And it's uh, it does. The surprise works really well. Yep. And and. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm curious how Silvio got involved there, but I'm guessing Polly would just there. He's just the wrong guy to do it. And she would have trusted Silvio. I more. think it's just too high level. You and know also I mean? that. Yeah. And it feels like it's like, all right, yeah, we're pulling in they like probably the inner want, circle. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't want anyone to know about I that. I know. I wonder who does. You know? Probably just the three of them. I would, I would, I would imagine, I would bet, but I would bet on just the three of them. Yeah. But like people, you know, Polly's got a big fucking mouth. I right. would not want to tell him. Yeah, I mean, interesting that they shut him out after all the uh, Johnny Sack stuff last year. So, well, yeah, maybe that has something to do with it. So there you go. Yeah, he also talks shit like endlessly. He does. Yeah. So, um, so Adriana's stuff winds up in long-term parking. Um, uh, 
which is a interesting little mob tidbit there, I guess. Um, How so? Just, uh, I mean, that was, that's a detail I, as someone who's never murdered yet, I, I promise someday. Thinking about it every day. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I just wouldn't have thought of something like that, you know? So it's just kind of interesting. It's an interesting way to kind of uh, uh, throw the FBI off the scent, I guess. No, it's um, a really good call. Yeah. I love that. I like the, and I just, the, I like the shot of, in her fantasy sequence, she has the red suitcase next to her on the, uh, on the, on the passenger seat. And then there is a shot later as Christopher's packing up her stuff that just lingers on the red suitcase that I think is a nice little, nice connection, nice touch, you know, fantasy reality. Um, Oh, that's a good point, man. Interesting. Well put together. Yeah, really well put together. And like, it's just, it's brilliant what they do because they're going to throw the FBI off the scent. Even, you know, they know, but they don't know. Yeah, right. Um, So... um, I don't know. I mean, cool. Yeah, cool. Um, Matouche is still out there, which is sad. Well, maybe. Uh, or, or also, little tiny thing, little little tidbit. The uh, the terrorism angle with the FBI has has been uh, has been dropped in. The the whole <laughs> um, the uh, she, he's sending money back to his family in Pakistan. Well, we this, don't know. This but could, this could be what gets Agent Harris off of their whole thing, right? Well, that's that's some irony right there, isn't it? That's some Alanis Morissette set shit right there. <laughs> if this is what saves Tony's ass in the end, from the FBI at least. Yeah, actually, that's a really good point. I mean, right. I, it's just like we find out kind of later on that Agent Harris has been transferred to anti-terror. And right. like just that last scene between Agent Harris and his boss, whatever his name is. Um, it's Frank Pellegrino in real life. Frank R. Pellegrino R. in real life. But yeah, yeah I mean... Um, Oh, Frank Pellegrino, San Severino, San Pellegrino. Think mm-hmm. about it. Anyway. <laughs> you ever thought about that? You ever thought about that? <laughs> the Pellegrino thing with the FBI? All right. I guess we, we should take a break. It's yeah, been, how long break. has it been? Uh, too long. <laughs> well, it's been a long time. Uh, let's turn the AC on again. I am uh, my shirt. I'm stuck to this leather couch that I'm sitting on. <laughs> yeah. so. All right. So we're going to call a tow truck. Yeah. Take care of Brendan. Here. I'm yep. going to take a pee. Yeah. Let's do uh, that. We'll come back. Take and a tinkle. We'll, we'll t- I'd like to t- after someone dies, I'd like to take a nice yeah. tinkle. Let's, let's knock off all the other riffraff real quick because the Tony B stuff is bigger next week. But I mean, it's big yeah. this week, but you know. Uh, and uh, and Tony and Carmela get back together. Tony moves back home. Oh, so what? I guess we could just end it now. We could. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll be back. We'll come back. No Fucking ZD is brought to you by Broken Heroes on a Last Chance Power Drive. Uh, it's fuck buddy and not fuck bunny. What you're talking about is bestiality, actually. It just depends on what 
what state you're in, right, but I, I, I'm going to assume that what you're saying is correct. <laughs> Welcome back to No Fucking CD. WZTI. Evan and the... Evan and the B. <laughs> you're going to have to say that I'm every time. I'm making it into a thing. I'm yep. just going for it uh welcome back so uh r.i.p adriana um the other uh main uh you know uh will they won't they will they won't they kill someone question of course is the tony b dilemma on the uh uh, also happening in the mob world here find out next week on no fucking zd that's it i mean tony b comes in and he you know he makes a couple of phone calls right uh we find out that he's up at Uncle Pat's farm, right? Which makes sense. I love the phone call to Uncle Pat. I don't like the people here. <laughs> Isn't that a problem that a lot of these people have? Yeah. <laughs> like Christopher I, uh, says it about male modeling. You know, is right. that what Uncle Pat's doing? Is he male modeling? I think so. Yeah. I Very don't like successful. the people here. Yeah. Oh, okay. For Sears catalog or something, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout he's out like, to Sears. He's the old guy in the Home Depot like right. barbecue commercial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's pretty good. Um. Yeah. Tony B has. Uh. He's he's flown the coop. Eh, not really. I guess he's just he's fled. Is what's happened. It's on a milk carton. Right. As it were. He's on the milk carton still. Great. Great line. By the way. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So we get the flashback. He kills Billy Leotardo. Wounds Philly Leotardo. And right. uh, and Philly does not easily forgive or forget. Which I guess kind of makes sense in this particular case. Yeah. I mean, uh, on top of the fact that this guy is just like obviously it's very sad, you know, mm-hmm. to lose a brother. That that sucks. But like. Phil's just looking for some shit to to get into, you know what I mean? Like, and this is just the perfect excuse to be for him to be a huge prick about it. Sure. Yeah, totally. And actually leading up to uh, to the whole Adriana thing, that thing, um, (laughs) that old thing, that old thing. They have that sit down with Johnny Sack about it. Uh, Tony tries to apologize and uh, and Chrissy actually gets threatened. So that's another that's one more thing to add to that. Like, you know, will he won't he? Good point. Situation yeah. with it, Adriana. Why is he going to stick around and getting threatened? You know? Yeah. He should have left. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's 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 causing all sorts of problems, um, obviously, on that front. Johnny Sack, who's, uh, who becomes boss officially in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Little Carmine drops out of the tennis match, as it were. Yeah, he's he's got that thousand yard stare into the fireplace yeah. with Rusty and whoever the fuck else that guy is. Right, and uh, and they shoot it very seriously, but I feel like there's not a lot going on in Little Carmine's head. <laughs> but the one gear turning, right? Yeah, working overdrive, uh, working overtime. Um, he decides to drop out. So later in the episode, Johnny becomes boss, but he's basically acting like the boss anyway. And uh, and yes. and he threatens to rain down some shit on Tony and Tony's family. Yeah. Capital F family. And it's going to get. Cr- Although, I don't know. Well, you know, yeah. it's going to we're going to experience that for real in the next episode. Right. Uh, right. Tony doesn't want to give his cousin up. Um, obviously for, for various reasons. I mean, mostly out of the s- sentimental guilt that he feels for kind of putting the guy in that position to begin with. Right. Uh, and he knows really where this goes. I mean, Silvio, they're talking in the back of the crazy horse and, and Silvio says like, I like the guy, but w- what was he thinking? You know, right. because they both know where this is supposed to go, you know? Right. It's a, it's a big fucking problem. And not to mention the fact that they were bending over backwards to stay neutral, whatever, like this would be, this would actually be a good day 
were it not for Adriana dying, mm-hmm. but, but also uh, <laughs> Tony B having whacked Billy Leotardo. Mm. You know, that's that's the main that's that's the main thing because like Johnny Sack being boss. I, I mean, Tony says it. He says Johnny Sack being boss would have been fucking great for us. You yeah, know? right. But now he's got to deal with that bullshit. Right. And uh, but it's also, I mean. Still points out in the in the in the next episode the the season finale. It's about he doesn't want to take shit from John. You know, true. Johnny is is you know he was spending like he was on the throne, and now he's like smug as ever mm-hmm. under the Brooklyn Bridge. You know that amazing shot that they do. Yep, the King of New York, the King of New York. Yep. You know, and yeah, and 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 Tony's doing his best to blow shun- blow sunshine up Johnny's dress, but right, it's not working. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he's uh he's 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 listen, he's he's big time now or he thinks he is, you know. He's well, he's not doing this these undignified meetings anymore and no, uh no. and That's so, a pretty dignified place to meet. I I like it. I'd love that background. Yeah, we, exactly. We meet there all the time to discuss the uh the podcast. Yeah. Um It's where we get the best reception for WZTI. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Uh yeah, I mean and um it is uh, it is a lot about Tony's guilt for Tony B. He yep. even brings it up to Tony B. Um, you know, talking. He he finally comes clean about the panic attack he had that night, mm-hmm. seventeen years prior. Um, you know, I, I guess to kind of feel better about himself in a way, and 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 get rid of that guilt. I mean, what other reason is there to really tell Tony B at this point? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, because it really it sucks for Tony B to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I you mean, know, it's yeah, like he totally. would have been better off not knowing for sure, right? So it's just it's a major problem, and um, yeah, I mean, I think Johnny really does consider Tony to be a friend, but he, but Tony has, you know, through Tony B, wasn't loyal to John, right? You know, they also in that sit down essentially acknowledge that. Tony B killed Joey Peeps. Even even Tony kind of does too. You know, yeah. Tony Soprano at least is like, well, what do you want me to say? You know, he's put on the spot, and there's really nothing at this point. It's all. It's not just they know, but they don't know anymore. It's like they all know. You know, and it's not and water it's, under the bridge, right? Yeah, that's the problem. Is that like they, it, that that could have gone away, right? Had had Tony B not done this, right? You know what I mean? And it was just the wrong fucking crew twice yeah totally yeah um so i mean we'll get into a lot of that next time i mean they're gonna really start to to deal with some bullshit in the next episode and 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 i like that we've gotten the adriana stuff out of the way um you know tony and carmella get back together we can talk about that but I, i just like that they get that out of the way to make way for this tony b thing at the end we really do get with this show you get a twofer you get two season finales you do yeah you you do right this wraps up a lot of plot. I yeah. mean, I guess it still leaves what's going to happen to Tony B. But at this right. point, you know, his, his fate is sealed. You know, it, much like Adriana, uh, it's a little more clear what's going to happen. Because even Tony, even by episode's end, Tony is saying to Johnny Sack, uh, at least promise me it'll be quick. Yeah, Let me no do one has it. to be done. Yeah, no torture. Um, so there's there's less of a will they, won't they. <laughs> well, but, he doesn't say anything about torture. He says right. Phil's gonna do it his way, and well, like right next week, I guess. Phil is crazy. But Tony mentions torture, I think, to defend himself being on the fence about this. That's a good point, right? Um, but I mean, you know, let's not get into that now, right? <laughs> but but Johnny at least teases it. He's like, "Promise me it'll be quick," and he's just like, "You know what? I can't promise you that." It's it's in Phil's hands, which is just you know, he's it's he's not up. throwing him a bone there at all. Yeah, um, it, 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 and 
he doesn't have to. Right. You know, because he's being, uh, you know, they they all got sort of fucked over by a two-time loser, you know, (laughs) as Polly would say. Yeah. Um, Should we talk about Carmella? Yeah. So another person whose uh, fate is sealed, I guess, in a way you could say, you know, she. uh, Yeah. yeah. um, You know, she. But she's working it. Girl's working it. She is working it. Yes, true, true. Um, it's it's sort of sad. I mean, it's cool that she she's kind of a boss in her own way there, and 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 gets six hundred thousand dollars to uh out of Tony. He he essentially buys his way back into marriage through six hundred thousand dollars. I love every second of it. Yeah, this was like the juicy thing that I needed in this episode after right. you know Adriana dying. Right. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, uh, it's really good. She kind of uh, Carmela. We're kind of watching a more long-term version of that of Christopher seeing someone in the gas station scene and realizing that he's going to miss all his material goods. Right. Uh, Carmela has has slowly come to that realization mm-hmm. over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, she Tony. She she gets money out of Tony. He buys his way back in. Uh, she if she was at all smart, she wouldn't be buying any of his excuses there about how he, uh, you know, like I like how he just so carefully words how how his affairs will no longer intrude on her life. I know, but she she's no dummy. She's I know she accepts I know. it she and totally she knows what it. he's saying. She must, right? It's, I a, mean, it's what we call a gentleman's agreement. Right. right? Exactly. Is, isn't that what that is? <laughs> I would say so. I mean, she absolutely knows and right. uh, goes for it anyway because she gets something out of it. Well, we get one of the biggest McMuffins of Carmela's life, mm. the house. The house, right. Yeah. The house, which will, I mean, you know, will forever kind of be tied to Adriana in a way now because yes. uh, that's sort of what gets her to forget about it next season. Well, but also it's, it, yes, that, and also it's just largely representative of her mismanagement of her life, you know, mm-hmm. because she like, no matter what she does, she just can't come through on anything, you know? And, and it seems like it's a little bit the case with her dad, but, and we'll, we'll talk more about that next season, but like mm-hmm. she doesn't really get any satisfaction out of this house it turns into this thing where it's just another source of guilt because she didn't play by the rules. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You mean guilt for because they, choosing to be with Tony or well for- that, but also they half-assed the, 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 the building materials and stuff like that. And so she has these terrible uh, thoughts about, about the house caving in, you know, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And she feels responsible about it. And it really isn't this like, gleaming accomplishment that she was hoping that it would be oh yeah no you know it turns it just turns into another kind of thing where they cut corners and it's like okay yeah we have to move on from it but right it's just it's like her life is just a, a big series of those in a lot of ways where she doesn't really have to she doesn't really have to do much to uh, quote-unquote accomplish something but she she sees in a really big way that there there isn't much satisfaction in that you know what i mean right yeah it's like calling calling her a a home builder or whatever you want to call it. It's like calling Tony an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? (laughs) It just like, doesn't, it's not the same. Yeah. He's he's not puff daddy. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, I mean, we haven't heard from massive G in a while. So who knows? (laughs) Tony's music business might be going very well on the side. We just don't know about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, she certainly half asses it. I mean, like everyone, she's just taken the easy way out her entire life. You know I mean? Yep. Uh, and when, why not? It, and it, she takes the easy out. way out of this divorce. Totally. Yeah. I mean, oh. um, 
yeah, it's, it's it's it is just amazing that she that she buys the excuse at all. I mean, I guess you're right. She probably just doesn't really buy it. But then again, I mean, she also, and again, I'm not saying this with judgment. Is maybe also not maybe the most intelligent person. She is though. She's like smart. Compared, she's up there with Tony at least. That's true. And, That's fair. And and based on that, she knows what he's saying. Mm. She's agreeing to him doing what he wants, but that she's going to get what she wants. Mm-hmm. And part of that is not having. You know, uh, uh, Ivanka, what's her name? Uh, uh, Arena. Arena. Right. That's right. <laughs> Calling the house with the vanilla stoli and the whatnot. Right. Right. So this is all, you know, they know, but they don't know. She's, she's playing the game. There's a quid pro quo, but it's also just like, they're kind of, they're both being a little bit slippery and I like mm-hmm. it. Frankly, I love it. I think I love every second. Yeah, I'm totally, I do too. Um, uh, but there is the, like Adriana, a, a, a little bit of willful ignorance where she's just totally ignoring all the bad and just accepting, you know, uh, I don't know how much, much I buy that though. Really? I just think that she's on the level now and she got headed off at the pass with this divorce thing. She lost mm-hmm. and she's just forcing him to buy his way back into the marriage yeah and she's like okay there are gonna be some ground rules i'm gonna you know he's and and you've got to be more responsible about this shit Mm -hmm. but i know what's going on and that's that yeah i guess you bring up the Irina thing and i guess that's like her basically saying i guess you're right that's her basically saying like yeah don't bring it back to the house i don't want a phone call here again yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I was just thinking that... It's like your parents being like, you can smoke weed, just don't fucking drive. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what she's saying. Just at least be here, okay? Like, <laughs> yeah. Everyone can come here and hang out, all right? Why, no one has to drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Except it's like literally the opposite of that right. with, the, with the whores. Someone actually tweeted at us that, that when, uh, when uh, Carmela yells at Tony about his whores, mm. it sounds like the word horse. I'll have to go back and listen to that, yeah. I, I saw. I, I didn't. I guess I didn't. I didn't hear that. So I, I listen. I, mean, I watch did, on mute. By it, the way, it did, with closed captioning. Closed captioning. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. Very, very uptight family. Yes. Um. Yeah. It didn't occur to me either, and that might be happenstance. But I thought that was an interesting stray observation. I liked it. I we did gotta like get it. a new word for that. Yeah. Yeah. Or we have to uh, take over the AV club. <laughs> you and I just yeah. take it over. I don't think they want us. No. We, we would have heard by not. now. Yeah. We are way too. <laughs> I'll say middle brow (laughs) for them. That's true. Why not? You know, Uh, we use the word finest. We did. Um, Among other words, like fuck, fuck a lot. Um, Yeah. Talked a lot about pussy early on, but he was a character. We had to say it. So pole cam. Right. They, they they opened that clam, (laughs) you know, (laughs) not us. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking that scene after the the celebration dinner, which we should talk about in a second, where he's watching his black and white movies and just eating ice cream on the couch. She kind of looks over and stares at him for a second. I know, and, and I she's fe- like, "Oh shit, am yeah. I ready for this?" I that's what I kind. I guess I feel like she accepts the all the bad, um, but in that one moment, she's she's kind of realizing what choice she's made. In that moment, she's realizing that he's having his cake and eating it too. Yeah. All over the place. And that she lost. She lost that battle. She did. He won. He, I mean, and he, I mean, and he used like mafia logistics on her. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, he didn't, he didn't take out anybody's kneecaps, but like, 
you know, the whole thing with the attorneys, we didn't talk about that much, but like True, yeah, the I whole mean, thing with the attorneys that he did to like really just rattle her cage and make her feel totally powerless. It's completely abusive, but it totally worked. Mm-hmm. And I think that she's smart enough to know a little bit of that and to be like, okay, well, I don't like it. Give me $600,000. You know what I mean? Like I need something to do. Yeah. I would put up with a lot for $600,000. Like right, just... right, right now. Yeah. Exactly. I would do just about anything for 24 hours for $600,000. Yeah. You mean you would be like, I could tell you to do something and you yeah, would like do I, it. Like or... I'd go to Guantanamo and sure. be waterboarded like for 600 <laughs> yeah. grand, like whatever you want me to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You and Hannity both going down there getting, <laughs> getting waterboarded. I want to see Sean Hannity get waterboarded. He said he would. That's all I'm saying. He said he promised that he would. Well, so. I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm kind of interested in doing it myself, mm-hmm. frankly. Uh, <laughs> to him, I, I mean. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> but, sure. Uh, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I didn't mean I want to go down there. Unless it's for 600 <laughs> For 600000 yeah. He's probably making 600000 Probably. Getting waterboarded. Well, probably, yeah. He, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. That guy's got so much money. Mm. That's why he can say whatever he wants. Anyways, yeah, well. so uh, the, the, the celebration dinner. Good scene. Good scene. That's all I wanted to it's say. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it is fucking weird. I love AJ in this scene. It's it's good. He He's the one who winds up breaking the ice. Right. Which I really enjoy. Me too, yeah. Um, aside, his, his Hermes gift I was just going to say, the Hermes is, well. is a great line. Yeah. It's a great line. It's supposed, supposed to be, to be the best. The best. Yeah. Same thing with the... He says that twice in this season. He says it about... Uh, uh, the Motorola. Motorola. Yeah, yeah, the Razor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Those are the shit. Um, it was the best for a minute, yeah. I never had one, but I, didn't I have wanted one. Either, but I was jealous. Yeah. By the time I was like about ready to get one, there was something else that was like yeah cooler or something. I had one that like flipped open and then had a keyboard inside that you flipped, you know, turned to the oh, side. Oh, that's sick! So sick. I had the one that AJ gets in the next season when he talks to Hernan. Ooh, I um, forget. Hello, Moto, like that. Oh, shit. I never had one of those. I had one of those. It was mm-hmm. the bomb because it had a fucking color screen, dude. It was oh yes, crazy. Yes. God. Um, the past. and a color screen on the outside too. What? Yeah. Damn. That was like the equivalent of like spinner rims for like a 14 year old. Seriously. You know? Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, 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 AJ breaks the ice. AJ breaks the ice. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to slam some Dom, <laughs> which we've all done. Mm-hmm. And Tony says the iconic line, right? Got to savor it. That's all. He no, says. no, no. He says that the, the regular butter is okay. That's uh, what I was trying to. Right. She, she does that for the whipped, which I might've taken. I like whipped butter on bread like that. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm actually lowbrow. Yeah, yeah, me too. You're lowbrow. I'm lowbrow. You're highbrow. And we're, together we're middlebrow. We're, mid- we're, like some- we're somewhere. Yeah. You know, I'm a little bit country or a little bit rock and exactly, roll. You know, right. uh, but yeah. So he says he says you got to savor it. That's the important line. It is. Yeah. Uh, not not too unlike the remember the good times line from the uh, season one finale and of course the series finale. Right. None of, n- none of this shit Tony remembers apparently because when AJ reminds him in the season finale he goes what (laughs) yeah he just has no idea well we'll have a lot to say about it when that happens but i do think that there's a lot about how kind of people constantly have these epiphanies where they finally figured out that one thing about their life and i've I've already said this a thousand times and then they forget and then they just completely forget because it's very easy to just sit on the couch and eat ice cream i know it's fun to have big you know to be like finally i've i've gone through i've got to therapy and i figured it out Mm -hmm. it's smooth sailing from here on out um but there is no smooth sailing and it's like you have to get up and keep working on it every day and it's way easier to 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 not leave new jersey and to say stay on your couch and eat ice cream and you know 
But that sounds good right about now. It does. It really does. Yeah. Yes. And I'm still stuck to this couch, by the way. So you're, <laughs> you're going to have to bring me that ice cream. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, and then the, the one last thing I would just want to say about that is the uh, the title of the episode obviously has to do with the speaker, the announcement at the airport uh, for the long-term parking section. Yes. But Sopranos always had multiple meanings to their titles and i think that there's a double some, entendre right there's something but sometimes it's more like a triple entendre um i love those but there's uh i think there's something there with tony coming in with all his bags and just parking himself back in the house and and i, I think it's 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 really about people sealing their fate for good this this episode you know Damn. like we were saying Fuck. i mean we uh, this this really is i think such a huge there's been multiple turning points but this is like the final biggest turning point of the series, I would say. I think that you're you know, totally right. It yeah. really sets up for where everyone's going to just be for the next couple, 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 three seasons or whatever it couple is. A couple of three seasons. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're back together. A couple more years. Grandma, grandpa, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nice little Artie cameo. Always going to talk about Artie. Always. I mean, I'm just happy that it's nice to see him back and everybody's mm-hmm. eating and fucking still married and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's good. It is good. It's very good. Um, and uh, and yeah, little Carmine's out. Tony B will get to you next week, of course. Uh, we do have to say, I love the I love the the phone call from Jimmy Patriel. The phone call from Jimmy Patriel. Oh, the, the, the tennis match. The tennis match. My guy. Is that his name, Jimmy Patriel? That's Jimmy Patriel. Oh, I thought he was. You're right. You're right. Right. He's the guy who flips on on Johnny Sack. That's and right. Takes him down. So I Johnny Sack is, is stepping into a whole pile of dog shit right now. He is. Yeah. And we, I think, touched on this in the Where's Johnny episode. But um, you know, Tony, it's just interesting to to go back to like the beginning of the season and see where the storyline started and and kind of like where they end up mm-hmm. uh, and I, again I mean it's kind of like this fatefulness about it right but Tony says to to Johnny Sack in where's Johnny that he could have this triumvirate thing going on these, right. these three boss uh, this three boss scenario that might keep the feds off his tail a little bit and Johnny just goes totally against it and of course he's, a, he's an egomaniac he's an egomaniac and then now of course kind of look where he is and look where he's going to be next week you know um, yep uh, just, short, just interesting. Short lit. The second this fucking Tony B shit is sewn up, that's it. It is. Yeah. And f- but Tony's frankly lucky because he uh, he 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 deals with it, you know, quickly enough so that Phil isn't immediately boss and then just wants to fucking go to war right away. You right. know what I mean? Because yeah. like if that shit were still hanging in the anyway. Anyways, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to think anything else. I mean, the Christopher Christopher gets high again. Um, eh. Which, which is, you know, I mean, officially he's back in that. Watching, well, yeah, we, we said he's watching Three Amigos. We're Gets, done. Tony ep- beats him up. The episode's over. All right. The episode's over. Um, <laughs> that's, we, someone's, our producer, Gelman, is wrapping us up. He's just, <laughs> he's, he's, uh, all right. So we got some questions this week. A lot of them about the episode, but that's that's fair for this one, I would say. All right. All um, right. We'll see how many of them we didn't answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of that scene, uh, someone asks when Tony's beating Christopher up, do you think he's, do you think Tony's also upset about, uh, about having to kill Adriano or do you think that's just more about like Tony B and, and all his other frustrations? I guess, how do you, what do you think Tony feels about Adriano's death? He's sad. Yeah. He says, I'll see you up there. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a little bit sadistic, but his tone when he calls her for the last time is, uh, he can, you know. It says everything's okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I just wonder how how uh, how really how far or deep their emotions go 
I just don't know. Like, he, do you he's, actually? In that, he's certainly sad about it. I, th- I think so. I mean, do you think in that last scene when they're at the spec house lot, there's that shot of him, you know, Carmelo's in the background, Tony's kind of looking up at the trees, and it looks a lot like where Adriana was taken to be killed. Of course, Tony wouldn't know that necessarily. Yeah. Um, and he's, it looks like he's got that blinky face going on where it kind of looks like a panic attack is about to, to happen. Do you think that that's him mourning Adriana or do you think he's thinking about more about Tony B or himself? I just or? think it's all of the above. Like clearly it's a, it's a rough life, you know? And I think that's mm-hmm. what it, I think that's what it's all about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I have, I, I, I guess every time I watch it, I have a different thought about it. Cause I, I think, just don't know if it needs to be so specific, you know? No, I guess not. But I think like a lot of the time, the things that he's feeling aren't really what he's feeling. And as he says, and a yeah, lot of time sure. it's, it's like sentimental guilt that is more, he's feeling more sorry for himself. I think sometimes. So yeah. my answer to that question is when he, when he beats up Christopher, I think it's kind of like when he goads Janice into just being pissed off again, where it's kind of like he wants to bring someone down to his level right? or doesn't take other people's emotions seriously because his <laughs> takes precedence in a way. Well, maybe he wishes he was high or that. Yeah, he does. He loves it. I mean, he's always thinking about it. Yeah. You know, um this one comes from uh kenneth gonzalez uh if tony is the bear what well, what animal would carmella be and what about christopher Polly, sylvie ag ag uh steve ag the comedian uh aj or meadow let's start with carmella what what would carmella be oh jesus <laughs> i don't know just have fun with it <laughs> uh bunny okay uh what would uh what animal would aj be <laughs> he'd be a he'd be a squirrel okay no aj's like a raccoon no, no he'd be he'd be a squirrel squirrel okay tough guy what about uh what about silvio a hyena interesting i would say that about polly maybe i think or- both of them are hyenas and christopher maybe as well christopher's a raccoon okay <laughs> why is he a raccoon exactly because he's a little nasty okay all right and Meadow is a um, uh, it's a spring break chick. Yeah, <laughs> that's the kind of animal. I can go with that. Sure, why not? Cool. <laughs> All right. Um, this one comes from. Uh, it's like, what about Elizabeth? But a lot of the letters are missing, so I'm not sure. But she has Tommy Wiseau as the uh, as the avatar picture, which I like. That's nice. Uh, how culpable is Chris in Adriana's fate, especially in not teaching her the mob guide to dealing with the FBI? I, 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 you seem nice. What's her name? Elizabeth. It's what? What about Elizabeth? Huh? Question mark. Oh, okay. Could be a guy or girl though. It's catch me outside, or, Elizabeth. Yeah. Catch me outside. Catch, catch me outside. Girls writing to us yeah. right now. <laughs> How about that? I don't know. I think that this is a bit of a, a bit of a basic question. Okay. He's entirely. Okay. He's entirely culpable. I would say so too. Yeah. Clearly. Um. Uh, you seem nice. I'm not trying to be a smartass, but like, <laughs> obviously, he like like. There's no question that telling Tony about Adriana is 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 killing her. Right. He knows. Even if he doesn't do it himself. Right. He knows. It's just like that's the like once he crosses that point, it's not. There's no reasoning any you know thing out of it. It's like also like her whole life was ruined by him, so he's entirely culpable for all of this. Right. Uh. Yeah. Well, uh, moving on from that. <laughs> well, what yeah. is the most? What is the worst slash most cringeworthy scene in Sopranos history? Oh, I let you take this one. I think you know. Um, I guess I would. My, 
the first thing that comes to mind is the Fran happy birthday, Mr. President scene. Yeah, probably. That, that's at the top of my list for sure. That's pretty, that's pretty cringeworthy. It's awful. Um, I mean, it's good, but it's like impossible to watch. Right. Uh, maybe when Christopher is showing massive genius, um, or I'm sorry, when Adriana, I guess, is showing massive genius visiting day. Yep. Up there. That's a good one. The freeze frame of Carmela from a couple weeks ago is also not so great. Eh, okay. It's not a scene, I guess, but yeah, yeah, it's okay. I think that, uh, I think that that one's like definitely way up there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this one comes from at, uh, sorry, hold on from, uh, Connor Gillespie is his name. He's an OG soprano, uh, no fucking ZD listener, by the way. This is from at Connor MJG. Uh, do either yeah. of you put grease in your hair? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if gr- we, like product product. Well, well we, we call it product in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> we cook bacon and then yes. just dip our faces in the bacon grease. We should say we have third degree burns covering our foreheads. Yes. Th- uh, that's that's just, part of the look. It's just another detail that we have to throw in there. Um, this one comes from, I can't find it at the moment, but we had a, we had a question last it's week. It's a good name from, from uh, what's that? Can't I can't find, find it. At the yeah, moment. that's a good one. Yeah. Um, uh, we had a question last week about who the worst mother in the series was aside from Livia. Oh, um, well, I'm going to go well, out indeed. on a limb here and I'm going to say, uh, what the fuck is it? Uh, Carmela's mother. She's tough, right? Yeah. She's awful. Yeah. You know, we also had someone else ask, and I, th- I I don't know if we got a response to it in the end, but um, from another follower, but mm-hmm. can you think of a scene where Tony and Carmela's mom have any actual conversation? No. I can't either. They, I guess there, there has to be one. They never meet. Tony and Carmela's mom? They're th- I mean, they're in the same room often together. Tony and Carmela's moms. No, no, not Livia. I mean, Tony Soprano. The man and Carmela's mom, the woman. Do they ever actually speak oh, directly to each other? Oh, so Tony, I get it. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean, yeah. I was like, that's a weird way to put it. Now it makes sense. I put things weirdly. I can't. I can't think of one because like sometimes they're at family dinner and they don't chat really. I mean, there's been a little bit of stuff here and there. Like at the at the birthday party, it's mostly like non sequiturs and cutting each other off and stuff. Right. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's a good point. Because because uh, uh, Hugh and DeAngelis, that's the name. Mm-hmm. Hugh and Tony have a lot of chats. A lot of chats. Yeah. Um, but I can't. No, I can't think of it. That's a good point. Aim chats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it it happened at one point or another, but I I also can't think of it right now. No. Uh, all right. So someone else asked. Uh. uh the last song Christopher here is comfortably numb. What is the last song you want to hear before you, before you die? <laughs> uh, you go first. Uh, uh, is it super bonbon? It's probably <laughs> super bonbon is, is one of them. It depends on how long I'm dying for. If I have a lot of time to listen to a lot of songs, that's not good. Oh yeah. Um, that's a good point. I'm going to say walking on the sun by smash mouth. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's a good one to just expire to. <laughs> I, I just want the McDonald's theme, the ba da ba ba ba. That'll be the and main then that's thing. That's the end. Uh, yeah, that that are uh, you know. How about the second, the side B of Abbey Road? I could go out to. That's that's good. Yeah, that's a con- that, that's, that's, that's a continuous medley. thing. You know, Agreed. so uh, that's a good one. Don't at me. That. <laughs> uh, the last thing is uh, so Bill Simmons this week talked about how the Sopranos hasn't aged well. 
and I think that we need to somehow get on the show and talk to him about this. He's wrong. He's he's wrong. He said this, it hasn't aged well. For one, there was too much fat on the series, like which I guess I sort of understand. Eighty six episodes, like does, fat people. Uh, yeah, he was fat shaming everyone on the series, <laughs> which I thought was up. very inappropriate. Um, no, he hangs out with basketball players. He. he uh, he was just saying that it just hasn't aged well. There are too many episodes and uh, too much meandering, which I don't know. I mean, occasionally I feel that way, but a lot of times I I'm don't. I'm going to stop you right there because this is clearly he doesn't like the show for the right reasons. And I love Bill Simmons. I think I he's too. fucking great. He also at one point said I remember on his old podcast when he was still with ESPN, he talked about how The Sopranos was the best movie. Well, he, he called it the best movie of the 2000s. They were trying to figure out what, what the best movie of the first decade of the of the 2000s were. And he was like, it wasn't a movie. It was it was The Sopranos. Yeah. But I now, like 10 years later, he's changed his tune. I, I don't know. I, I just think that he doesn't like it for the right reasons because there's nothing as far as, um, I don't know. I just don't, it just doesn't, uh, for me, like, I just think he's wrong. And, and if someone's yeah. like, there's too much fat and meandering and stuff, then they're clearly not enjoying the ride, which is like right. what it's all about. It's all about getting out of this regularness of life, you know? And I guess when you're interviewing Kevin Durant, you kind of enjoy your regularness, you know? <laughs> I guess so. Um, but he, also, he had a problem with the cast as well. I mean, not not Gandolfini, obviously, but like like the Polly Walnutses and things like that, which like, I, on the one hand, I can sort of understand if you argue that they're maybe a little cliche or cartoonish, but I think it was... Not to like excuse things. You can't but. have it both ways. You can't be like, oh yeah, like it meandered too much. Like it didn't get to the point enough. And th- which is like asking it to be more cliche. Yeah. Like a Goodfellas, you know, like if he wants to watch Goodfellas and just see people get fucking iced and go crazy, mm. then like you can do that. That movie exists. You know what I mean? But The Sopranos is about like fucking soaking it up and mm-hmm. savoring it. It's important in life, Bill. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so... <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, it's like, I mean, it, he likes it, but not for the same reasons I do. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, I had this conversation. This is going to sound like a non sequitur, but I saw this fucking message board today about auto tune today. And like this new version of auto tune came out that like works a little bit quicker. And it's like, no matter what you think about auto tune as like a, de- a studio device, it's like, they're going to like continue to update the software because it's clearly very popular. But like it just like set off this huge thread about people being like, thanks a lot for ruining music, bro. And just like, so it's like, okay. So they were talking about like, like how one guy uses it to make it like kind of, you know, to do like exciting, weird things with it. But people were just like, like, like half the people were just like, thanks for ruining music, man. You know? And it's just like, like why are you on here like just go away it's (laughs) like i don't want to see someone who it's like it's like i'm not gonna go hang out on like a fucking bones thread and just shit on it and if people are like what's your favorite episode and be like none they all suck you know like yeah it's like i don't want to i don't want to talk to someone who doesn't appreciate the show about I mean, I'll talk to Bill Simmons but what i mean is like i would also happily talk (laughs) the, 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 the opinion is like less it's this it's not very tantalizing to me to like make the argument to someone who just clearly doesn't get it in the same way that I feel like we do. Yeah. And like many of our listeners do. Right. Yeah, true. Because like we're doing eighty six episodes and uh we're throwing up like in sync numbers on uh <laughs> on uh on the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. So uh so I think that uh you know, 
back up. Yeah. There's also like some recency bias there where you see other newer shows and it, those feel better because they're more new, they're more modern and, and you, you saw them more recently. I know, but I still uh, see a show where someone has an iPhone 5 and I'm like, iPhone 5. Mm-hmm. That was a while ago. I guess it kind of was. It's like people just have to get the fuck over that. Like, be an adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Well, there's, I guess, like, part of what he was saying was that it hasn't resonated with, like, the under 25s, which may be kind of true, weirdly, because if you've grown up and you've saw, you've seen all the shows that The Sopranos influenced, going back to watch The Sopranos will feel like you've seen it already, you know? Yeah, but under 25s it's, don't know shit. I feel like all those under 25s are going to watch it once they're a little bit older, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe, yeah. I mean, um, there's that site TV Tropes, and they have, which, you know, uh, you always got to post, post with a warning because you'll be there for hours. Um, but there's a page called Seinfeld is Unfunny, which is kind of like a cliche in itself now where people, are, everyone <laughs> says like, well, Seinfeld's not funny. I've seen, you, you, once you've seen all the shows that Seinfeld influenced, you kind of can't go back to pre-Seinfeld and not realize. You, yeah, you know, I get and, it, yeah. Um, so I think the same thing is kind of happened with The Sopranos now, where people... Have, we're used to Game of Thrones where a main character gets killed once a season, right. maybe more, right. and then you go back and watch this kind of slower show where a lot of it was happening, like we are saying earlier, subtly, and you had to kind of put it together yourself in some ways. Uh, so it's just different. I think that you're right, anyway. but I also I also just think it's a fucking adult show. You know what I it mean? Is, and, yeah. and the fact that it's not at the forefront of, of our, like, week-to-week culture right now means that it's going to get less people who are hyped about it but i think it's something that like when people discover they they i've never met someone who watched it and was like "Eh, you know it kind of sucks you know yeah unless they came in and like watched one episode and then just didn't you know with their phone in their hand yeah they just just watched the columbus one about the gary cooper or something yeah uh, exactly (laughs) (laughs) uh, all right let's wrap up this has gone on for way too long jesus when i'm 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 talking about the entire podcast by the way not just they're getting a lot of podcasts this month (laughs) i gotta say don't ever say that we didn't do anything for you so we'll be back next week to wrap up season five before we go into some summertime hibernation and disappear for a couple months can't fucking wait almost there um so as always subscribe on itunes follow us on twitter uh what else uh uh uh, tell a friend please uh screaming from the rooftops screaming in someone's face announce it on the subway uh stand up on your restaurant table and scream it to everyone at the restaurant but pay your bill first always put it in your email signature take out a craigslist ad talk to the ad man and buy some ad time on the subway and also in the taxi cab monitors of course of course uh put it in your aim profile do a skywriting put it in (laughs) sky mall magazine put it in an airport just anywhere in the airport apparently uh buy a pop-up ad on pornhub because those are the best Send your grandmother a telegram. Engineer ransomware at most of the major hospitals in the world so people can't get treatment unless they listen to the no fucking ZD. <laughs> that last one is going to be hard to top. Yep. Uh, put it on a milk carton, obviously. <laughs> put it on a milk carton, yeah. Um, buy one of those trucks that doesn't actually carry anything. It's literally just a sign with an engine. Yes. You've seen those around New York. I have, yes. So drive around all day and all night with one of those sign trucks. Right. Ringing a bell and saying, no fucking TV. <laughs> Just ring the bell all the way home. <laughs> all the way Just home. Just like John Gotti. <laughs> Very good. All right. Uh, until next time, this is No Fucking ZD. We'll see you next week. Bye.